This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. Music's greatest songs, greatest songs, worth covering. Original classic hitmakers. Oh, guys, we're in for a treat. This is such a comedy story. Um, in terms of just the build and how it reached the phenomenon that it did, it's so huge. This song, it's so huge. Um, in 2020, it was entered into the archives as uh, it was described by the president as a phenomenon. This song, YMCA. Easy, yeah. And as a result, an American phenomenon, they called it. And so it's now gone into the archives where they keep things that are considered to be, you know, historically important. And this was one of them. But when you hear how the group was put together and how it all kind of came together, um, it is quite funny. And, and also, I, as I was researching it, I was finding that I wish... It's one of those stories the way you wish you were part of it. And I'm, is there not a film? Well, there must be a film. So let me take you through it. I'll do the song afterwards because the song is only part of the story. We're talking about a band called The Village People. Now I'm going to take you back to 1979 with YMCA. Uh, but it was late 60s, about 1970. Um, the Village People are an American disco group known for the costumes that they wore, the onstage costumes, huge catchy tunes, uh, crazy lyrics, crazy lyrics. Um, and it was originally formed by French producers. There was two of them, Jacques Morali and Henry Belolo, great singer. There's also a lead singer called Victor Wills. Now, following the release of the debut album, which is called The Village People, um, and it targeted a certain disco audience, okay, that's what it did, in, in, in the US, um, and predominantly male disco audience as well. Um, and the group's name, Village People, actually refers to Greenwich Village in, in New York. Is it New York? Yes, New York. Um, but the characters were kind of symbolic group of American men. And that's what it does. It, it, it literally, because of the costumes, that's what it symbolizes. And that's why it's kind of so funny. It's very, very macho. They're very, very macho personalities in it. And it's a bit like the Spice Girls. So the Spice Girls were a kind of a white female copy of this group. Because this is, this is the first group to have done that thing where, because you had Sporty um, and, you know, Baby Spice and Posh Spice and you had all that. Well, that's what the village people were doing. So they became popular. They moved into the mainstream. They had loads of disco and dance hits. Um, they had Macho Man. Do you remember In the Navy? In the Navy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there it is. And Go West as well was there. I don't know that one. That was covered by the Pet Shop Boys. Wow. I like yeah. it. Yeah. We, yeah. I, I mean, love the Pet Shop Boys. We should do a whole week on these guys. But let me just dip into the story of how they came to be just a little bit because it's really funny. So Jacques Morali, French musical composer and producer, and his business partner, Henry Bellolo, Bellolo, I think it is. So they're, they're hanging out in France and Europe, and this is 1977. Um, they're having a really good time, enjoying a string of successful hits. You know, they're having a good thing. And they decided to move to New York to get into the American market. So Morelli had written a few dance tunes, um, and he gave a demo tape um, recorded by this, this guy, Victor Willis, who end up, ended up being the lead singer. Um, he hired Willis to sing background vocals on four tracks. And apparently he approached this guy by going, because he heard the demo tape. He said, he walked up to him and went, I had a dream that you sang lead on my album and it went very, very big. And at that point, Willis went, I'm in, I'll sing. No, there it goes. So they recorded this album. 
Now the thing is, it comes out, it's huge. It's just massive. Um, they actually think that with this song, um, 10 million copies, proper copies, original vinyl copies of this song were bought. Mm. It's the most ever of one single. It's YMCA. Really? Yeah. Everyone I mean, wanted a copy of it. Yeah. Everyone wanted to own it. Yeah. So YMCA um, still holds the, the biggest. 10, 10 million um, vinyl singles were made, sold. Incredible. So the album is an international hit. Demand for live appearances soon followed. So they hastily built a group of dancers around Willis. Okay. So Willis is singing and they start performing in the clubs and videos and things like that. Um, and so they enlisted these guys, <laughs> but they, they wanted something to sort of stand out because it's dancers. So they had um, this guy called Philippe Rose, who claims he was indigenous kind of American descent. So he dressed as a Native American. And then you had um, the, the other one who was, uh, hang on, I'm going to get all the different ones. Uh, you had the GI uniforms, so the, the, the army uniform. Uh, then you had the construction worker. Then you had the cowboy. You see how these are all. Then you had the leather man, the biker in all his gear. Um, and is there another one? I think I've got all of them. So, so you got these guys. So they start touring everywhere. They start going and, and everybody absolutely loves it. And there is a huge demand for them. Sales are soaring. And at this point, Morelli and Willis, they need to create a permanent group. They can't just have dancers around Fact. them. So they took out an ad and the ad said, macho types wanted must dance and must have a moustache. Huh. And in amongst it, um, you know, were the ones who actually ended up with the gig. So we had Randy Jones being the cowboy. We had David Hoddo, who was the construction worker. And we had Glenn Hughes, who was Leatherman. And once they had the official lineup, off they went. They did a hasty photo shoot for the cover of the already recorded Macho Man song. In 1978, they came out with Macho Man. That catapulted the group into the mainstream. And then it was YMCA that came out after that. And of course, they were just cleaning up. Everyone absolutely loved them. They then approached the Navy. Um, for um, in the Navy they wanted they said you can have the song and you guys can use the song if you can supply us with a location for the video mm. um, and the Navy went yeah not a problem so they went down yeah. to the San Diego Navy base she reminded me of something yeah, yeah. and th that's where they uh, on the USS Reasoner um, several aircrafts and the crew of the ship used in the video <laughs> and of course, all this, all this was just absolutely massive. So, th but, but actually, it was a kind of a cluttered rally to get the group together for something that is so vast. That's a hilarious, a hilarious setup. They literally couldn't get, you know, the songs mm. were flying off the shelves. Mm. And these two French producers who just went, yeah, should we go and try and break America? Yeah, okay. And in they went, and it was just huge. So let's quickly talk about YMCA. Um, obviously, American Disco, released in 1978, so actually a bit later than we thought, Hass. Um, 1978, wow. Yeah, single from the third album, Cruising. Uh, the song was written, obviously, by Morelli and Victor Wills, and, and uh, apparently it went together with a medley of Hot Cock, that's a, a song, which mm. sat at number two on the Billboard. But, it, but the song sat um, for weeks and weeks and weeks at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. It was number one in the UK. The only reason it didn't get to number one in America was because Le Freak by Chic was there. And then we had Do You Think I'm Sexy with Rod Stewart. He was there. Otherwise, it would have reached number one. And that's where they said 10 million copies plus 
physical copies sold worldwide and that remains the biggest mm. thing the yeah. song is now sorry go on no no go ahead go sorry uh, it's played at sporting events in the US and Europe crowds join in with the dance mm. everyone knows the movements you spell out the four letters obviously yeah. um, and it appeared as the space shuttle wake up call on day 11 of the mission STS 106 I'm just trying that's 2009 it's also set a Guinness World Record um, for 44,000 people who danced to this song live at the 2008 Sun Bowl game in El Paso in Texas. I mean, it's just fantastic. Number seven on VH1's list of 100 great dance songs of the 20th century. Um, and in 2020, YMCA was indicted into the Grammy Hall of Fame and selected by the Library of Congress for the preservation in the National Recording Registry because it is mm. culturally, historically and aesthetically significant. So wow. I think it's fair that on yeah. this Thursday night we put our hands together. Well, facts. I, I, had a, I just had a question for you. Oh, just, go on, hit me. I was going to ask you off air, but the kind of relationship we have, like yeah. it's a, you can tell me. Just before we play the song, generally speaking, for you, I'm asking, and it's a yes or no, not to get into it, and not to take away from the way. Oh, this is going to be a bomb. No, I mean, basically, what do you think about, for example, let's say village people gave the song to Trump, for example, to play on one of his rallies. Does that make you think less of a... Yeah. Because it's an incredible song, right? Yeah. And what Trump stands for. I've always been very interested to see that. What would you think about? I mean, it's yeah. a big topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But would that change, for example, how you view a certain band yeah. or a group? Yeah, absolutely. And so when 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 a band gives a song mm. to a political leaning, they have to be so careful. Yeah. Because that, uh, there's going to be a whole selection of, of the public that are going to go, no, I don't think much of like that. Like I remember actually. with Aerosmith, he, he wasn't... Armageddon, he played, I think, yeah. the, the one of, I don't know what's uh, it called, the song, uh, Do You Wanna... Uh, yeah, Stay uh, one, of his, one of his songs. Yeah. And obviously, President Trump was playing, and he's like, no, he don't went, play no. my song. And President Trump, that happened to him four times. Yeah. And people kept going, oi, stop using my song. I don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> Wax, and right? that's really good. And I needed the bands to say that. Yeah. No one wanted to be associated with Trump. It's interesting, I just think. But, but also, it's very interesting because it's art at the end of the day. It's a nice song. So I don't want people to associate YMCA with only that dude you know what i mean yeah. it's a great song so and so has trump been playing it i have no idea i want to make i want to make sure that's why i'm asking the question it's but yeah go ahead this is incredible but i doubt they're still i mean i don't know whether they'll still be alive Oof. we're going back into the 70s they were probably late 20s then so it's a long time ago yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh but this is just such a perfect thursday afternoon filler song so come on turn it up in your car put your hands in the air Who let's go dance? <laughs> ymca the original from 1978 I love it. It's the music greats Ooh. on Yalla Home. Create the why. Are you ready? Ready. <laughs> Let's do it, Anna. Can you do it? I can do it. Show me. You're doing it right here? I know. We can't see on YouTube, sadly. My but... dress sleeves are actually <laughs> pulling my arms down. Yalla, Anna. She's going to do it. Ah. Young man. It starts with us. No oh, she's doing it right. Yeah. Young man. You know this. This is the first time Anna actually dances in the studio. Like <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> I want to see her doing it with you guys. It's not karaoke. Young man. <laughs> it's coming through. Okay. She did beautifully. <laughs> oh, enjoy the music, Grace. Gonna be right back.
This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.